Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Red and Blue Brothers podcast. It has been a very long time. It has been a number of months. Reasons being, my brother's just flat out at college and just could not do an episode. But we do have some episodes coming up. Today, I am delighted to be joined by a very good friend of mine, uh, Maddie, who is in Australia and another Manchester United fan. Having said that, me and Matthew do have some conflicting views <laughs> on Man United and on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So this one could be a bit interesting. I'll try not to get too amped, as Manny knows. I can get a bit too... Because <sighs> I care so much about Man United. Oh, I do, man. I do, I'm passionate about them. I do care. Um, but I'm yeah, pretty, no, I'm pretty stubborn myself. <laughs> Sometimes I just think you just fucking say the opposite just, just for the sake of saying the opposite to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, see, see. Maddie loves it. Um, so yeah, we, we're just going to do an episode of really a review of United season. Um, like I said, it's been a long time now since uh, I've done the podcast. The last one I looked back, it was in February. Um, we were leading before that and then we kind of slipped off the pace, but... We ended up finishing second, which is, you know, it is. It's, it's, a, it's brilliant because before the season started, would you have put United second place, Matthew? Well, that's what I was just about to say. Why don't we start, like, go back just before last season ended and um, before the new season began. I think if we thought then that we were going to finish second, second, we would have been, we would have took it second. You know, at that stage, I think... Like I'm considered, I consider myself a bit of an optimist for United, but I was even thinking, nah, look, if we get top four, I'll be happy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of thinking. I was like, fourth place would be, you know, I'm not. I'd, if, I, if we got fourth place, especially back then, if you said fourth place, I'd be like, yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think you could be all out if you still managed to get fourth, because we didn't recruit well, um, necessarily, and other teams had, but yeah. Oh yeah, I would have bitten your hand off for fourth. Recruitment wise, we brought on who Van der Beek, um, which was for a position we don't. It wasn't our like net of a position we needed to to recruit the most. It would have been great if Bruno had got injured or something, but we can already got Bruno, best player in that position, nest probably. And who else we got? Cavani, who was a good signing, but it's short term. Really it was short term, but I do th- I do think it was a bit of a panic buy too, man, because it just kind of came out of nowhere. And he'd been a free agent since January, and like there was no now no at, at the time I did say it was like this is this sign is either going to be Ebra two or Falcao two because of his injury record too. Now his injury record it did he missed a few games he did miss a number of games I think he was injured three or four times in the season, but I mean. What he brings to you, well, he brings that forward line, his movement in the box, but also then what the young players around him, and especially the likes of Greenwood, to have him around. It's like, yeah. it's, it is. It's like another Ibra man. So yeah. at the time, I was like, you know, a bit pissed off with the whole thing, and I was like, fucking Cavani. And then I was like, look, it's a, it's, a, it's a pure gamble on him, really. But no, it's been an absolute, yeah, he's been fantastic in fairness to him. He's, he's always, he ha- always has been quality. Like his mm. records, it's like he. For the last decade, only Messi, Ronaldo, average better goal uh, rates to him. And yes, he had he had been slowly been phased out of that PSG t- team a little bit, but that's a PSG team that's got Mbappe and Neymar, and he hadn't been sent contracts. So why would you keep giving game time to him when you've got these young guns? I I wasn't worried um, about his quality. Yeah, it, it was his injury record. It was his injury record that I was kind of like fuck. Yeah. 
And I was just, you know, straight away I think of Falcao and it was just like, oh no. But like I says, no, I knew it was quality because I was saying it, it could be Ebra 2.0 either. It's, it, I says, it's either going to be one or the other. I don't think there's going to be like a middle point. It's either, but no, he has, yeah. he's done, he's done very well. Um, yeah, he's probably one of our best signs of that, of that window, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, Lee Grant, Donny, Donny van der Beek. Lee Lee Grant. Grant. <laughs> I don't know. Van der Beek was, was a bit of a strange one because he was never going to play in like the I've... six. He's not, he's not going to play in the double pivot. And this is something we're probably going to bring on later. He's not going to play in the double pivot, pivot because with McFred, right? And it's not that McFred's keeping them out of the team. It's that we need, we need a really good CDM that you can play a single pivot, and we're making. That's why I, lo- I actually love the name McFred because it's exactly what there's like. We all right, right, Fred. You're really good at like breaking down plays. We'll use you for this. And McTominay, you pres- you progress the ball and you're a bit less press heavy, like or like press. You're less. Fred falls to part. Falls uh, like to pieces when he's pressed. He's not good on the ball. McTominay's a bit better. Fred is good at tackling and. Just being a bit of a he's tenacious. Fred is he's, he's tenacious. Fred he he, put, he puts in a shift. So you can, as does McTominay. You, Passion you merchants, them. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you mold them together, and then you make one player or two. Yeah, you're doing two players doing that. the job of one. Sorry, two yeah. players doing the job of one. Like, do you know it? Ideally, you, ideally, that's that's my number one thing. I think I want. I'd want a brand new six, like a world class. I agree. I completely agree. I think if we do not get a CDM in this window coming, I think it's going to be a fucking failure. And same with the centre-back. CDM, though, I think would change the team. It really would. A top-quality CDM, like Declan Rice or someone like that. Fuck me, man. It would make such a difference. I heard an interesting one, right? Uh, Obviously, you know, I follow Stephen Housen on YouTube, uh, Manchester United vlogger or whatever you want to call him. Yeah, Stratford Paddock. Yeah. But he was saying that a player, it kind of slipped up. Basically, it must have been Lingard, because Stephen Housen's good friends are like Rio Ferdinand and things, mm. that had got from uh, Lingard back to him that he, he rates McTominay more than he rates Declan Rice. says Declan Rice doesn't have a legs. Now, not my opinion or anything like that, but it somehow made its way from Jesse Lingard back. Yeah. Well, who, who, do, who doesn't rate Declan Rice? Uh, Lingard. Lingard says he rates McTominay better than Declan Rice. Is the message was Chinese whispered back to Stephen Housen. I think he said that. I, th- I think it was mostly commenting on Declan Rice's legs, as in like McTominay's fitter, more tenacious, which isn't always doesn't necessarily a players better. But yeah, um, I, don't I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, look, we're, we're, we're look at the, we look at the season in general. So. Trophyless got to yeah. a, got to a final last. We got to a, did I, am I wrong in saying we got to a semi or a quarter? It was a semi, wasn't it? We lost a semi, another we semi. Got, we got a semi in the Caribou, but we got quarters in the FA. Knocked out of the group stages in yeah. Champions League again. I was the, do you want that's that's the worst one. I know, I know, it is. It was sickening too. Started so well. It was sickening too. And the fact we we beat Leipzig then as well as 5-0 and we played them off the fucking park well, as well. First first two games, you think, like we, it was the group of death. No, it was probably the toughest group. It was. Leipzig, Leipzig got semis last of the previous year. Uh, PSG got final. Yeah. Tough group. Different circumstances. You know, if, if we got knocked out of that group, 
you know, if we had lost two games to PSG and maybe one and drawn against Red Bull or something like that, mm. I would have been less salty. We were leading that group. Yeah. Two, you know, played PSG one, smashed Leipzig one. All you, uh, all you had to do really was a was point. points off Istanbul. Yeah. And we couldn't. Well, we we lost we lost the first game against Istanbul and then won the second. And then you you still just need that one point. Yeah. Either one you point. need that one point from the game against Istanbul or you need one point from Leipzig or PSG. And uh, that was, it was so frustrating because of such a good start. That's what annoyed me. Yeah, no, same as that. I think it was the same with every United fan. Man. It, was the, it was the fact that you wouldn't mind if it had a bad start and it was like, right, look, we weren't expecting much. Group of death for us. Uh, it was the fact the start we had, it was just such a kick in the teeth then to be to be knocked out yeah. of, of the group stages, you know. But so for you, cause I, you, you, are, you are a fan of Ollie, aren't you? You are an Ollie man. Now, I don't want to say I'm not because I do... I do I do want him to succeed. This is a thing that I don't see him winning a league with Man United, and I uh, and I'd lo- and again, I'd love for him to win a trophy. And that was such a good opportunity yeah. for him to win the Europa League. And man, above, I was just gutted for him, and I, and and, and yeah. for the players because they need that next little step, you know, for like you know, the, just to get into a final, win it. You know, do you know what I mean? It was just a, the next thing for them players, yeah. you know, and it just fell at the last hurdle. You know, Villarreal, you think. Look, not saying Villarreal are a bad side, they're not, but you would think, you know, that Man United would have been able yeah. to do them. But I don't know, man. What, what's your What's your opinion of of um? Or not, okay, not just your play, but your se- the season overall and your like your general consensus of it. General consensus, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Um, mixed bag. Generally, I would probably yeah. I generally would read it bordering up more positive. So if I had to give it out, like out of ten, I'd probably give it like a, a seven. Um, I was going to give him a. I was, know, I was going to give a six, man. Yeah, I reckon around that seven. Look, we're never we're never going to win the Champions League. Okay, so fair enough. Even if we made it past the groups, you're thinking you're you were going to get knocked out in the sixteen or quarters. In which case, you know you've got sixteen or quarters of the Champions League on one hand, or you've got losing the final on of your league on the other hand. It's like it's it's much much in a sense. Um, a league. We, I think, we did ourselves well in the league, even in the cups. Look, the semi when we went back to Man City and the Carabao, and yeah, I love to win any trophies. So disappointing, but like it's not, it's not like it's not like Tremier Rovers or something knocking us out. <laughs> quarterfinals, <laughs> quarterfinals of FA Cup, Leicester knocked us out. Man, Leicester's a good squad. Leicester ended up winning it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Man City won the Carabao, so and obviously Real won there's the a pattern, So we went out to honours. There's a we pattern forming here, Maddie. There's a pattern forming though of losing final. Well, no, okay, he's like well, he's like that final, but the semis, man, they just seem okay. to bottle it when it when when it when do you know when it comes push comes to shove, it's like no, nah, don't make no, nah. they keep falling of that last hurdle, man. Okay, that's yeah. <laughs> But it's a build, it's a team is building. You know, you, you, it's just like that's like saying, well, you know, you have to win every league, otherwise we're going to put you down as bottling. Pochettino never won anything at Spurs. Klopp lost his four, first four finals at uh, Liverpool. Yeah, but Pest he he he'd won, but he'd won at Dortmund. He got to he got to Champions League finals. Do you know, man? I. I <sighs> I think there's a there's a bit of a there's a bit of a difference there between Ollie and Klopp when you're comparing there for me personally like 
You look at what he was doing at Dortmund. Fair enough. And that's a good point. Now he did. He had a battle or a battle run losing at losing semi finals and, and falling at the last hurdle. But again, he was building a team and you can argue Ollie's doing the same. But I don't know, yeah. man. I just think he's a Like I don't think it's a I don't think it's a mental block. I think we've come up like come up against most of the time good squads, I think we should be Villarreal. But most of the time we come up against good squads, eventual eventual winners. Mm. Man City knocked us out. FA Cup and Carabao Cup last year as well, wasn't it? I think he knocked us out. Yeah, yeah. Definitely won them, and I think the other one was Arsenal or something like that, who once again was the eventual winners. I think Arsenal knocked out the FA Cup last year and went on to win it. So it's not like it's a mental block. We're being beaten by teams that we won't lose to every time, but we lost him on the day. I, it's I don't. With it not being a mental block, I do think he's capable of winning. Winning a league, he's winning keep- winning trophy, winning the lot. Definitely a trophy because you know you look at that game, say against Man City in the Carabao Cup, or let's look at something like that. He's got a positive record against uh, Guardiola. They've played six times. He's won three, Pep's won two, and uh, withdrawn one. So what we need to do is bring that form into a cup. Yeah, can the question is, can we though? He, man, he's, he's going to be here three years now. Coming up three years. Yeah. And that we keep hearing this thing. This, but hold on. This, but this annoys me with, the, with this. It's like progress, progress, progress. Look at Chelsea. Chelsea, within the year, like they finished level points with us last year. RB was like, right, they're coming up close. They had an unreal then transfer window and then an awful start. But like within a year, they won the Champions League. They sacked the manager, cutthroat, got rid. And like I says. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, at certain points of that season, I think other other chairmen would have been caught, gone. I, I think Ollie's lucky. That really? he's, I think so, man. There, there's, there are some, some chairmen, now I'm, so I don't agree with it all, that are very cutthroat, especially Chelsea, are cutthroat, man. If You'd mean to tell me that if Ollie was at Chelsea last season and was getting results like he was at United, that he wouldn't have been sacked, especially at that start. But sure, what, type, what place was Frank after spending 200... 250, 300... I know, Frank, Frank, I, don't, I think Frank right. just wasn't ready for and Chelsea. He was, he was in, he, and he was in seventh place or something like that. Yeah, he, he was tenth. Sacked, he, they were right? tenth, they were tenth. All I, tenth? All I was never that low apart from maybe the first two or three games. When he was within the top, after a couple of games, he was in the top four and then he was... My point is, within a year, within the year, they got rid of their manager and they won a Champions League. That's what I'm saying. Now I'm not saying we get rid of Ollie, but then okay. but you're looking at candidates that are free now. The likes of Zidane, the likes of Conte. You know, there's chat now about Poch, but Poch we're going. To, you know, we're not like a Chelsea would would be like gone. Thanks Frank or thanks Ollie. Thank you. You got to the final Europe League. You didn't win it. You got a second fair play, but you know what? Zidane or someone else come here. United aren't like that, man. You know who's Chelsea? Who's Chelsea sacked one? They're progressing, or you know, um, via via Boyas. Um, who did they sack? Was it Solari? Well, that time via, via Boyas came in, and he ended up winning the winning the Champions League too, like an absolute madness. Like they were, do you remember that when via Boyas came in halfway through the season and he won Champions League with them? I remember Di Matteo or no? Oh, was it was it Di was it Di Matteo? I, I could be getting mixed up. Maybe yeah, he, yeah it's Di Matteo. Excuse yeah, me. He, he, he won. He won the Champions League. Yeah, Di Matteo. Excuse me. Yeah, um, but he but he came in oh, through halfway through the season but, too, man. Yeah, but 
Chelsea are probably one of the most successful teams in the last 10 years, man. They have. And, like, you can question, like, the way they do things. It gets trophies. But your point is... Your point is that they would have sacked Ollie. I think they would have. Every time... But no, but every time that one of our managers has been sacked, you you've said about Dean Taylor came, came in and won a trophy. Mm. But the team he took over was so far was so far away. All he's never been that like he's not been so low in the league position or anything like that that's ever warranted that he took over a team that was sixth. He, he gained a lot of points. Didn't actually we were very close to being seventh when he took over. We never actually got a sixth position that year, uh, but we gained a lot of points. So you're never going to sack him. Then second year he finished. Third and now, or sorry, yeah, third and now second. He's not regressed any Chelsea manager that ever got sacked. Like Conte, when he got sacked, yeah, he won the league, and then the next season when he got sacked, he was like twelfth. Yeah, yeah, he threw the toys out the pram. I think, I think, I think uh, Mourinho was second. Him, he got he got sacked. He was also bottom half of the table. Yes, Chelsea's caught throat, but they also need to be pushed. They're not like, oh, hi, you finished second, how'd you go? No, I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying the fact that they lost the final could have, like, for some clubs, be like, right. No, even Ollie said himself. He was asked mm-hmm. in after the Europa League. He was questioned like, "Is this a successful season for Man United?" He just went straight up, looked, and he looked so thick as well. He went, no. And that was it. He yeah, just looked around. He, like, he no. wants to. He wants to win. Of course, yeah, of course. He wants. He, wants should be given, he wants to win. Yeah, he wants trophies. Like, but my, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Just, I, I really want Ollie to do well. I really, really do. Um, but like. I just, I don't know. I want us to win a league and I just don't see him winning a, winning a league with us. But I, I do think he's building a fantastic, good foundation. He's got rid of a lot of bad, bad players, Deadwood, in fairness to him, like Sanchez, he got Rash Young and, you know, these players he got rid of. And he, he's, he is, you can see, he's, he's building, he's laying a good foundation, I think. But I, I just don't think he is going to bring us to, bring us, bring us a Premier That's League a, title, man. And I, and I, and it's I, a weird one. Sorry, go on. It's a weird one. It's a weird one and it's a hard one to say because I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I, I think Ollie's going to win us a title. Because it's too, it's, it's too hard to say. But I, I've, I, they do become great things. So it's hard for me, it's hard for me to say either way. Like, from the minute, the minute we start going backwards, I lose faith in them. But if you're still going forwards, the only way is, you know, the only way is up. Well, I put it this way, man. If Zidane came in, I be I would be so confident in us to win a title with Zidane. With that, with that, with that squad, with that current squad. No, no. Well, obviously he's gonna he's gonna tinker it. But I would I have far more trust in Zinedine Zidane to bring us a Premier League title than I do Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And I and I and look, I don't like saying that. Like, I don't want to be like oh, I'm an Ollie hater because I really want to do well. I do, but I'm just I'm just being honest with myself that I don't think he's that elite yet or he's I mean, look he could turn into an elite manager like prove me wrong and hope he does but I just don't think he's that he's that elite manager yet where he's gonna and again it's that Europa League final I think made it, look, you look at the substitutions oh right we'll go into the Europa League final because uh, like that is something we do agree on like I don't think we're I don't think we completely differ that much about Ollie because we're both we're both sitting on the fence I'm sitting about you know mm. you know being hopeful and you're like you know, I just don't think he's got it. We we do agree in a lot of things. Substitutions is one, um, or lack of use, or like bringing on subs too late. Ninety minutes, but ninety minutes, yeah. and he never made a substitution. And at that point, Villarreal had made all fucking five. I do think he looks. I do think he looks at the bench and goes, 
fucking the best players on the pitch. But they were Pog, Pogba, Bruno, Greenwood, Rashford, Cavani. But even some of the subs he done, he, he he took off Greenwood for Fred. He took off Pog. Yeah, he took I off Pog. Oh man, yeah. it was like, what are you doing? And now another thing, I need to chat to you about this, Matthew. And I'm, I'm a big, big De Gea fan. I am more so over Dean. I don't think Dean has done much to even really come into question of being the number one for me personally. David De Gea, I heard this over, Rio Ferdinand was on the commentary in BT Sport and he, and it was like, I think the first bit of extra time had happened and he was like, it was half time, he was like, David De Gea's record of penalties, he's like, he hasn't saved one since 2016. I, I, I sat back in my chair for a second, I looked over at my brother and he looked at me and I was like, "Is that cannot be true. I counted, I was like, that's five uh, fucking yeah. years. Looked it up, true. And then, I, and then Mark was like, yeah. right, what's, what's Dean's record? Looked up at Dean's it's record. Pretty, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's it was, yeah, I was hard. like, oh, I, okay, I was like, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, he's the manager, he must know that stat, he must, he must know it. I was like, look, it's going to be a big, bold move, but he might, he might, he might put Dean on, he might put Dean on, hopefully he does, because when I heard that stat, man, my heart sank, I was like, De Gea has such an awful record. <sighs> now, look again, you, you, you can argue <laughs> it because it's so cutthroat to be like De Gea off, Dean, come on, yeah. you're on for the penalties, man. But when it's getting to that state, it looked like Ollie was playing for the penalties, man. It, it did look like yeah. he was playing for it. Um, yeah. What, 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 uh, what, in your, in, in, if you were Ollie, would you from, put Dean on? From, from, from an armchair perspective, it's very easy to say. I know, I know. Well, but that's the only perspective and we have, an, Matthew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I know, I know. But from an armchair perspective, I would agree. Oh, yeah, we should put Dean on. How many managers really would have made that? That's a fucking tough call to make. That's, Van Gaal would have done real. it. Pep would have done it. I don't know about Klopp, but, you know. Because they have done it. Because they have done it in games, you know. Have they done it? Have they? Remember, Van Gaal did it in in um, for Holland. Did he put on Tim Krul for the penalties? Oh, did it? Yeah, ah. and it was like Tim Krul did it because he has a better save percentage. I think Pep did it. He put on a uh, Caballero for Man City in a penalty shootout, and Caballero did a ah, did a did a yeah. madness and did all the saves. And it was like, okay, so look, obviously, then if you if you swap swap out Dean and it doesn't pay off for you. It's like, oh, fucking hell, Ollie, yeah. what we at, you know? But then again, if it does, like, ah, oh, you know, but look, hindsight's a great thing. We can say that now, Do you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it went down to penalties and a keeper is there to save the penalties, not to score them. And I was, I was very upset to see all the hate that De Gea was getting personally now. I, I don't think he, des- he deserved it, like, t- you know. Nah. Yeah. Um, on the De henderson thing, it's hard to say. There was a pick. Period, small period where I was like, I was like, Henderson was like, mm, that's maybe it's, and it came, uh, you maybe thought it was, it was uh, as a cowardly way of doing it, but the head going off at paternity leave. Oh man. I really did for, you know, I was hoping the gate for Henderson and that had been. I think the gate was always him. open for him. Why else bring him in in the summertime? I think they always maybe had planned to line up Dean to get into the number one position. Thing, whenever we have a specialised cupkeeper, and like we had the same thing with Romero, or Romero's left. Cupkeeper, he's, he's doing, gone on a free. Yeah, he's left. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. yeah. We're saying Tom Heaton. We're saying Tom Heaton. He's back at the club again. Yay, yeah. Tom Heaton. No, I was going to say uh, there was a whole falling out with Romero last, last season. He wanted to go to Everton, and he was and the the, the club Everton were from four million for him, and the club were like, nope. And there was a massive falling out over that, and he never played again since. And it's it's disgusting because 
I that yeah. Romero won yeah. us a trophy. He was in that one in squad of the Europa League. He was a fantastic backup keeper, and just the way he's been treated there is disgusting. Well, we we said for years, and even like Paul and stuff agreed. He's like um, Romero's the second best, like the best backup, backup keeper keeper that we know of. He could go into so many yeah. starting lineups as a number one keeper, like. Oh, 100%. I'd be interested to see where he goes now. So now we have Dean Henderson and um, uh, Lee Grant. What an upgrade, boys. Yeah. What an upgrade. Well, um, do you know what? Chelsea wanted Dean Henderson last year as well, apparently. And I was like, oh, do, what do you do? Do you, Should we just let him go? Because it would kind of solve the problem. Because like, it is bad having two keepers competing. It's just a weird position. It's it is. No other yeah. club has that. Man, for, you, you get 40 mil for, for Dean. I think sell him. I think sell Dean. Yeah, well, the problem is they don't have as many buyers anymore. The only people I think who could buy him is Tottenham because I think they want Lloris out. Um, Chelsea's obviously sort of their keeper problem, sort of well too. Um, yeah, look, Henderson has some pros. I thought he's, he's better distribution and he's more vocal. Mm-hmm. But for shops, shopping, De Gea, De Gea has had a, has had a few... Blunders, but, but who hasn't? Look, not, look, Alison. Yeah, I think he could have moved past that. He's not. He's not the keeper that he was when he was on like play of year four times in a row. He has dipped. He's not that good anymore. But he's still very he good. Hundred percent. But then another thing too, Mike, when, you, is, when you look at De Gea when he was Dean Henderson's age, he was arguably the best keeper in the world at Dean Henderson's age. And you look at Dean now, and you're like. You're you're not nowhere near David when you, David was your age, and it's kind of like I yeah, and which it's just a semi-valid point, but not everybody matures whatever at the same uh, age. True, true, yeah. true. Keepers have yeah. a have um coming kind of onto their prime and coming into their late twenties, early thirties is when keepers are hitting their prime as well. Do you know? Well, Lewandowski's hitting his prime as unbeatable by that age when when he was done. You know what I mean? Mm. Um. Vice, maybe you look at them, vice versa. Wayne Rooney peaked really early and Lewandowski maybe wasn't quite that good at that age. I don't know. But, you know, just examples. People do peak at different times. Um, yeah, I don't know. So it's a weird one for keeper situation. It is. It's a strange one. It is a strange one. But, um, and I just... We're, talk, we're, talk, we're talking about the final, though. I don't think... I don't think... I don't think... It would have Oh, it's just Kevin Hall, obviously, dead. I don't think I can hold it against Ollie for not making that choice. I'm not holding it against Ollie now, necessarily. Especially, especially when we've got a tentative situation there already. You know, um, I don't know what way he's thinking about who he wants to make number one full time or if De Gea is going to go. But if he hadn't got that decision made in his head, I'm sure he did wouldn't want to rock the boat on the Europa League final. <laughs> um, yeah. So choosing wise, look, I, I reckon. Yeah, so it looked like we we're playing for penalties at one stage whenever we were bringing Fred on for Greenwood. Yeah, man, I was I was super nervous when Fred walked up for a penalty. Oh, I don't don't you? Oh, I was I was on the floor. <laughs> I was on the floor going, oh, oh please, please, Fred, don't miss it, don't miss it, Fred. <laughs> I but I've it's never world, seen a penalty shot. shootout like that in all my life. Like twenty pens in a row that were just fucking quality. And not a miss, yeah. just straight in, straight yeah. in. It was a madness, man. And then just David, like he doesn't take pens, and it was such a poor penalty too. Uh, especially after the keeper yeah, took his, shot. the keeper took his from Villarreal, and like it was a rocket into the top corner. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> 
Oh, I was sick. And I, I'm, I'm not a sore. I'm not a sore of the Europa League, but I was. I was very sore. And for people, listeners don't know, I think that that day my, uh, I had to put my dog down. It was just a really shit day. And I was really looking forward to this final. I was like, you know, come on, cheer me up and a bit of cheer. And oh, I was just devastated, man. I was sickened. But our, like, our like, win-loss ratio this year has been bad, right? But if you look at the way teams beat us or even draw against us or whatever, it was, it was like everything in that match. You lose a goal to a set-piece. Yeah. They put on a low block. We, we struggle to break them down. You know, you look at the sub-bench, it's like, oh, my best player's on. There was subs who could have made. Um, Rashford wasn't having a great game. Definitely wouldn't have brought, I wouldn't necessarily have brought Greenwood. Why buy Diallo? I think Diallo would have been perfect. Diallo. I would have brought the other one. Oh, perfect, yeah, man! Be. Even Dan James. Now look, he, look at—he's a championship player. But I mean, that was a—that was yeah. there. His legs, the pace. I, I would even pull on Dan fucking James, man. You know? Yeah. Someone to go on that. Someone to go on that right, and because you're you're taking off a right winger is I don't think he's Greenwood's a great player. Um, his future. He's a centre forward, man. He's going to be a centre forward, that man. Yeah. Yeah, and not—it's all right to play him there to kind of. No, teach him some skills and things like that but yeah. obviously it's uh, airway deficient and we're, we're playing them there it's, we're putting a, a round peg in a square hole um, it somewhat works but it's not it's not end game end goals whatever you want to call it I would put Di- I would have liked to put Diallo there just same thing man it's just it was everything in one game you lose a goal by a set piece they put you on the low block everything's coming down the left and man apparently teams are like Obviously, during the game, they're like, if they shift more left, that's where the ball is. But teams are willing to let Wamsaka have the ball a bit more because yeah, they know he's not, that, he's, not, he's not got the final product. Wamsaka's a great player. We're linked with Trippier and stuff, which I quite like. Oh, I, same but, same um, as that, man. I really like that. Because even... Yeah. He could, I think Trippier could even push Wamsaka out of the team, man. He's, I tell you, I, yeah, I tell you what, I don't know if they push him out. But it'd be a good option in a game like that where you're like, hey, we need a goal and like, get on for one. Especially in a, when... in a game, say, against PSG, a game against, say, like PSG or a Man City where you where we're sitting on the back heel, one second you go right back. It gives you good options. Yeah, but especially when you look at what happened to Luke Shaw. What a season Luke Shaw had. Yeah. Arguably, yeah. arguably the player of the season for United. I know you have Fernandes there, but I mean, yeah. Shaw has a very, very big shout there. Um, yeah, yeah. Tellez brought him on as well. Now again, and I, I will give Ollie his credit. Ollie's man management skills is just it's it's second to none, man. I don't the way he yeah. sorted out Pogba and his other little things that went on, and he's sorted out. And I don't know how many other managers would have been able to do it, man. To be totally honest, no. Um, but no. yeah, it, and, uh, Tellez pushed on um, Shaw, and I think Kieran Trippier coming in there. Oh man, I would really like that signing, and I think a, a, a affordable, decent fucking price as well. He's won a La Liga now. He's won a La Liga. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant signing. Um, um, actually, might move on to the transfer window soon, but um, um, just to finish off on like just the you were to finish off on the Europa League or or the mistakes that were made. You were saying before, yeah, just, it was just yeah, same thing, uh, and then that right hand side could be nice to have, but. Dial or something, just just so it opens up, so they all have to shift to the right or something. Yeah, look, I'm an Ollie fan. I actually do think he's more tactically inept than people say, think he is or say he is. But 
he sometimes has a, sometimes just has a plan A and doesn't use his subs well enough. Yeah, at times, man. No, at times, tactically, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has done brilliant, and then there's times that you're like, "What the fuck, man? You're like, what yeah. are you doing?" Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's just it's the same old thing, though. As it says, this isn't the first time this has happened with substitutes. This isn't the first time it's happened with set pieces. Do you know, it's it's the same fucking thing that's, you know, that makes us fall down short at the last hurdle. We're doing well enough that if he is learning from these mistakes on the job, that'd be brilliant. But if, if he if he goes and does his, you know, a game, I think that should be a real good eye-opener because he was quite heavily criticised for it. You know, if you do it in a league game and you draw, they're like, it's not as, you probably don't get as much... Um, Criticism. He probably doesn't get back to uh, yeah, it doesn't get back to Ollie as much or whatever. I'm sure that's because it was such a magnitude of game. It will get back to Ollie a bit more and something hopefully he can learn on learn from. And as as the more t- the more players we bring in, the more options he has, the more players that he trusts. I can only assume that he will we'll be fixing that anyway. We'll have more subjects we can make. But yeah, do you want to go on to transfers? Um Past transfers or what we thinking? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, that was, that's that's a good point, Matthew. There, saying there at the end, um, you know. And I, I, I hope, I hope that he will get strengthened in in the summer. I do think the Glazers are under pressure um, from the pro yeah. from the protests that that happened during the season. Um, they obviously had the fan forum. Yeah, yeah, they had the fan forum with their chat to Glazers. Uh, what came out of that was that they're, they're going to uh, basically. And another thing he said that really angered me too. He says, "We we we apologize. Um, uh, we got it wrong. We've we've got it wrong for the last sixteen years. We have got it wrong for the last sixteen years." I was sitting. I was just oh, reading that boiled my blood, man. I uh, like what? Why are because they, they know, because they know what they're doing. They even because they dash say, "Oh, we've got it wrong for the last sixteen years, so we have." And now, sixteen years later, we're, we're this. This is the time now. We're going to come and we're going to change things. And I don't believe a word out of their mouths, man. So sorry. So they're going to fund, put more money into the into the stadium, more money into facilities. He came out and says the debt, the debt, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with me having debt, and the dividends is is fine as well, which I think is just disgusting, really personally but I do think that might quell the fans I think the fire of the Glazers blowing out is slowly slowly dying and you throw Sancho in then for a signing I think a lot of fans will be lapping that up man and obviously I'm seeing as you like they come out and say these things and I don't necessarily believe them words but the fact that they like first fan forum or first fan interaction they've had in these sixteen years. Yeah, because of the proc and protest, they're shitting themselves. Yeah, that's but that's good. That's the fact they're even crumbling. Like they could very easily go shrug shoulders. He goes, "Fuck yes!" Like I'm up in my you no know, executive suite. Why? Why do I feel like I need to like answer questions for you or talk to you? The fact that they even give that inch is somewhat positive. It's not that I believe them necessarily, but. And you've, you've you've given them a bit of pressure. Let's see let's see what happens. Mm, I just hope it doesn't die out now because there was a, there was um there was a big thing with the, with the Glazers. Ed Woodward. That's not even touching that man. Ed Woodward's gone. Yeah, Ed is gone. But is he gone now, or is he is he no. in contract until the end of the season? End or of like the end of the, 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 the year, like twenty end of twenty twenty one. I think it's end of season. I think it's end of season now. Okay. I think um, your man John Merton now is the director of football. He's been there for years though as well. Yeah. Um, good friends with Ed yeah. Woodward. You know another thing too, man. Ed Woodward and Darren Fletcher went to the same university. 
Jobs for the boys. Like university? Mate rates, boy. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they went to, yeah, they did. Yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah. Well, but like, it's like one of those where you're at the same uni, but how many people were in that uni? Do you reckon they were really pals? Well, I'm not saying they're pals, but went to the same university. Probably knew each other like, yeah, boy. Hey, Darren, want a, want a job at United? Come on in. You don't know. You don't. Oh, you, don't no. need, you don't need experience. You don't need experience. No, no, just come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be good. Be good. <laughs> yeah, but you, right. That's the point, right? But like, you look at them. Peter Check, Evan Van Sar, they've all got jobs at doing these rules at the clubs. I, and are doing. And are doing very well. And are doing very well on them jobs. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know enough about the role to turn around and say, "Oh, you've we're, we're signing someone with no experience." I just. I just think I'm not going to argue either way. My point is, I don't know well enough what they do to really go. Ah, nah, I wouldn't like him for that job. It's like, mm, you know, it's just some kind of representative. You know, he goes between the, the the finance people and the manager and relays things. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Plus, if, if, if Peter if Peter Check and Van Sar goes into for first jobs and no experience in doing well, why can't you give someone? experience it's like the old do you know what i think it is too man i think they are scared shitless to bring in someone that is a football person and knows the crack because they will be probably just they come in and see the state of how united's run and what goes on they would be like oh no 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 and i don't think they want that look at look at the man united manager that the lady manager she up and left uh, Casey Casey Stones or something her name yeah. is one of the one of the best yeah. one of the best women managers and she left because she she obviously was not happy with the way he's been been run the facilities she was like no and that's a bad sign Nicky They're Bott all- Nicky Bott left man and he's there for years and years and years and he 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 was like good luck to you as well it's not good signs yeah. of like what's going in inside but look we don't know look we we're just assuming too but um sorry the woman I, were uh, what the woman and the youth team were sharing training pitches and women's had like were, I think it's something like that and the women's the women's the thing is United didn't have a women's team and all of our top teams did so then we came up with this idea three or four years ago like we're all inclusive so we'll have a women's team but mm. you know we haven't apparently they're like they're in temp- temporary facilities like I'm guessing prefab type facilities there's nothing structurally real built for them sure it's the women's it's team a, but if, I think it's uh, yeah, why even why even bother? So why even give a pressure start a women's team if you're not going to properly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, right, yeah. So uh, transfers. The 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 oh, there's, a, yeah, there's a lot of chat now. We're coming into the transfer window, and we have agreed here. Me and you have uh, said it earlier on. A CDM, a CDM is. I think if we don't get a CDM this window, I consider it a failure. I really do personally. I think the CDM is vital. It's Fucking vital, so it is. Yeah. Um, a centre back, uh, right, a right back for competition for Wambasaka, right winger, and then there was chat then about getting a striker. But I mean, look, you're after getting Cavani for another year. I think that's a massive fuck you to Cavani that he stayed. And there was all chat they want to go back home. Um, if you get another striker in, after often get Cavani to sign another contract. So, what's I've your opinion a, on a, on Harry? I've got, a, I've got a good point of this. Right. Okay. I was going to say, what, what's your what's your opinion on Harry Kane? We're linked with him. We're we'll ch- we'll chat about him. I don't think we're going to get him. I think he's too much money. Um, what's your opinion on getting an elite level striker? Or do because I don't think we're lacking in goals. It's the defense that's needed and that's mended. That's that's where we are lacking in quality, and that's where goals are being leaked. We, we've no problem scoring goals. We we don't. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, yeah, I most I mostly agree with that. Um striker. So if as to rate the the positions you need fixed, man, you could you could put one you could jumble these about one, two, three CDM, uh, right winger, centre back. I think we could both agree, maybe slightly which one is more important, but they're the top three. Yeah, top three. Maybe right winger. I think we probably could put right winger being the third most important, but I don't know. Then right back, it's like a bonus. Like I'd love a right back, but if you were to tell me you're going to right back, but that means you won't get a right winger, I'd go, nah, fuck off. I'd rather have a right winger. You know, striker, I'd put fifth because we've got Cavani for another year and. Marshall's still there. I know we didn't have a great season. Um, you do forget about Marshall. You do forget about Marshall. He's, he's still there. And the season before, he had a great season. He did. So, you know, uh, he's still he's still there. But if some something happens to Greenwood and Cavani, both are injured. Man, you can you can put you can put Rashford up front if you need or Martial, and you still got some good youth players like Alanga actually looked all right. But my point was, I don't want Kane. I think when it's not, I don't want him. It's too much money, and it'd be at the expense of play of our obsessions. I would prefer. What I would secretly think, right? Holland is he's like sixty-three million. If you wait till next year, right? Can we not like just go to Dortmund? I know this is this is very footy manager armchair like no talk. But can we just go to Dortmund? It's like, can we sign like a pre-agreement? We'll give you five million extra or something. But just like. Just get this all signed up now. Because I don't really think anybody's in for Hallam this year necessarily. I don't see Hallam moving this this year. No, I don't either. But the problem with Haaland is, Matthew, is the fucking agent. He oh, yeah, will come to United. Sure. He will be there for two, maybe three years, and he'll be yeah. shipped off again. Like Ibrahimovic, like all That's the rest true. of his clients, and he'll get more money. For- That's the only thing with Haaland, man, I'm afraid. Have you seen what's happened with Donnarumma? Donorama, yeah, is he is he going on a free or something? He's available for free, no? He's he's his agent. What do you call him? Renault, Renoli, Renoli? Oh, uh, Mina Riola. Run, he run down his contract. I am so afraid Paul Pope is going to do the same. He, but that doesn't that work that well necessary for me. well. No, man. I think right. So if, if Paul Pope runs down his contract, okay, he gets he gets a selection of teams that will come in for him and he'll get a massive bumper in his wages because they won't have to pay a transfer fee for him. So, they, do you know what I mean? Well, look what happened with, uh, what do you call him, Ander Herrera. And he was offered yeah, then extra, yeah, extra, yeah. he was extra, offered was a 200 something thousand. The reason being was because they didn't have to pay a transfer fee for him. So they they mm-hmm. have that extra money there to, to put it into wages. Same with Paul Pogba. If you were Paul Pogba, Matthew, in all honesty, and you're looking out for your career, you're looking out just for your best interest, you would run down your contract and go, right, let me pick now my selection of teams. Or you can offer me 400,000, 450,000, because there's no transfer fee there. I do think that Paul could run down that contract, personally. It's worrying, that. It is. It's very worrying. And it's the same thing with this fucking club. Herrera's the last one. Paul Pogba now as well. It is a disgrace, man. It really is how we're run. It is. It's a fucking disgrace, man. It's a, it's a, it's a difficult situation because what do you do? You throw money at Pogba. And he's more, a mercenary then. Yeah. And, yeah. And he's taking... Yeah. My, and then, everybody else wants more money then. You know, the, the Sanchez wages rumours wasn't good. It's not good. Club and then bring so much criticism on. It's a tough situation to have players like that. 
And it's one thing I'd probably say, like, I think it's tough for the manager, but if there's any manager that is going to handle that, like, well or better, it's probably Ollie. Like, Pogba does seem, like, I think he's always going to be greedy in the back of his mind, we assume, but he does seem happier under Ollie. If Marino was still here, Pogba would be, like, you know if Marino was here, Pogba would be running down his contract. He would probably tell you he's going to run down his contract. But right now, we're like, he might be. It's, 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 we're suspicious of him, but we're not. I guaranteed. think it depends on this summer. If 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 we show ambition, if we get the three players, yeah. four players, and, yeah. and 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 does signs look? We bought these players. We want to push. That might entice him. Man, Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. I am so I, scared I, about I Bruno Fernandez leaving down the road too. If we don't show, if we don't win trophies, if you show no ambition, he is such an ambitious player, and I love him at Man United, yeah. and I fucking hope he stays there for a long time. Boss, I can see him leaving as well down the road, Matthew. And I would be so devastated yeah. to lose I, Bruno Fernandez. I agree, I agree. But that's that's almost that's almost too far in the future. I know. I I, I'm, I'm, I am thinking I'm going to be ahead of myself. But anyway, look. So we're going on to transfers. Um, you think so? For you, a successful summer. What what was a successful summer transfer window for you? I think we're going to get Sancho. I think Sancho's coming. Um, I agree. I think I think he's coming. And should we have got him last year? Probably yeah, same with Fernandez. Ideal, ideal world. It's a pattern. Same with Fernandez. Got him the next season. Um, Lindelof, Maguire, 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 Lindelof, uh, and now Sancho as well. It's a thing that this happens, man. That we 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 do it the following transfer window when it should have been done the transfer window before. Um, the yeah. only thing with Sancho is if we do get Sancho, man, right? And this has actually came out yesterday. I wasn't saying Man United do not have a lot of money to spend, Matthew. It comes down to set. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to have to sell players. Romano came out and said this on Twitter yesterday, and then Simon Peach came out and said this. He's a correspondent for Man United as well, a journalist. You know, you know Simon Peach, Simon Peach for Sky Sports. Uh, I can't. I can't put a face I, to that. I, I, I say you wouldn't know when you see his face. Two of them have come out and says there's not a lot of money to spend. It's more. It's going to be down to Ollie raising funds as well. That was when I heard that. Mm. That worried me. So if we do get That's Sancho, no, it's not. If we do get Sancho, is that going to affect the quality that we're going to get for a centre-back and a CDM? Or can we even get two quality? Or, do you know what I mean? I think it's going to get in Sancho could fucking fuck up, get another player. And that's, well. that's, that's where it's tough being a manager because... All these hands are tight. One hand is tight behind his back. We have to sack. Like, well, yeah, that people talk about Osher. We signed Juan Saka and Maguire. And they've been positive uh, players for us. No, we had to, we had to sell Lukaku to get them. Yeah, the net spend and stuff. You you look you look at Man City like I kind of off air we've talked about this um, Man City's defense right. The whole time and this is like how much money they had the whole time Pep's been there. Uh, he signed two back fours right. This is just him alone and like we would have to sell somebody to get a brand new one in but. They kept him. At the minute, you got for starting one Walker, Stones, Laporte, and uh, Cancelo. Then their backup one, all he signed, all for big money. Uh, Mendy, Aki, uh, sorry, Diaz, probably for Laporte the first time. And then uh, you could say Zichenko or uh, Danilo. It's crazy. Is Danilo still there? Oh, yeah, he is. But, like, he's he is. Bought, he is. He's bought, he's, that's, that's it. Because I think Zichenko came through. I'm not too sure, but that's eight big signing or relatively big signing defenders. We couldn't do that. We'd have to sell somebody. You could look at our back four. 
We've got our second back forward backup is Williams and Tunzebe, both nothing. Shaw's been here big money, yeah, but he's been here for eight years now. You know, we just don't seem to have financial firepower to compete in some ways. Eight years? Oh my god! Well, it's, it's, no, I was seven. Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, no, but you're right, man. You're in around that. That is crazy. He's been here that we long already. Get, yeah. So you look at our you look at our squad. If you just put our starting lineups, you go to all the players you signed, and people go, "Oh, sure, it's not that much less than today's." It's like, yeah, but it's a lot less net spending, it's a lot less in a, like a small period of time. Mm. You know, Shaw's been there for ages, stuff like that. Um, like you can buy him and Lundlof's here probably longer than all them city defenders have just named. But but, um, but, but you, the point there you made with the with the defenders, what other what, what other clubs? There's not many that would back their manager to the to the hem like that, that he can buy and get that many different centers, er, uh, defenders, even keepers as well. Like you know, Oli Oli doesn't have that behind him. Um, no. You know, so I do think he's doing this job with one arm tied behind his back as well. In fairness, but we'll. See, yeah. So if we have to sell, if we have to sell players, Lingard. Who do you sell? Lingard. Yeah, Lingard's better. But you think if we do get Declan Rice, you think that probably part, probably part of the deal. You'd hope. You hope, man. Do you know what though? I do think Declan Rice is away to Chelsea. I do think he will. He is a big, big yeah. Chelsea head. His family will have season ticket. They're he, season ticket holders. He, he is. He is. But you look at their midfield. Do they need him? Can't they cover it? Mm, man, Kante has Madonna madness, man. He, last number of months, yeah. he's really come into form now, hasn't he? You're right. Yeah, do they need he's rice? He's like, uh, man, help me out here. Think of all their midfielders. They've got fucking heaps. Uh, Havertz, heaps. Kovacic, um, Jorginho. Um, Jorginho, yeah. Um, who else? Um, I can't think of the top of my head because I know Chelsea because of Mark. Like, uh, yeah, do the way. Do Jamie, Jamie, pull it up there. I'm, I'm looking up right now because <laughs> I've thought this before. Yeah. yeah, like okay, some of these are some of these are a bit more attacking, right? So Havertz, Poloschek, Mason Mount, Zeich, they're all a bit more attacking, but you still got Kante, Jorginho, Kovacic, Billy Gilmore floating mm-hmm. around. Um, yeah, my my brother doesn't really still... rate Jorginho. He, he he's not a fan of Jorginho, so I don't know is that to replace him yeah. for Jorginho, but um. Oh, Chelsea squad, man. Oh, just sick in your hole, like. Once, once, once again. And this is what I, this, and like, I know that the change, once he sacked uh, Lampard and got Tuchel in, that they were much better. And if they had Tuchel from the start of the season, no. I'll hold my hands up. Of, I'll hold my hands up. I didn't want to. Sorry, go on. We still finished up. The set of rules was you buy your players, and before the window ends, you have 38 games. It's worth. In the conditions given, we did better in Chelsea. You know, that's, yeah. But they won a Champions League, Matthew. Going the next season. Yeah, they did. But they won a Champions League and we lost our, our, our final. At the end of the day, yeah, no one's going to remember us finishing second. Everyone's going to finish. Everyone's going to remember Chelsea winning the Champions. For just for as well for um, for, for other yeah, listeners true. as well. My brother had the time of his life. He actually was over in London the weekend of the Champions League final. He booked ticket. He, he, had he that planned? No, not really. He had he had London. He had London got for that weekend before he knew what the that Chelsea would be in the final. And it just so happened then that Chelsea was there. And then there was all this chat then that it was going to be on in Wembley. And unfortunately it wasn't. But he said he had the best night of his life. He was in a pub like 20 minutes down the road from Stamford Bridge. 
And the fact he's been in lockdown here for so long as well. Went over there and the pubs were mad. The streets were packed. It was in Bedlam when they won. Went over to Stamford Bridge. Everyone out celebrating. I've I seen videos on his Instagram. Guys on top of cars, man, jumping and fucking the roofs going down on the cars. It looked mental, but... Just a sidetrack there for the listeners that Mark, Mark, Mark was over and uh, he, he, he really, really enjoyed himself and he was bawling crying when they won. I was delighted for Mark's had a very tough, he's had a tough old time of it now with college and other things have gone on and stuff. So I was fucking delighted for him. So even though I was a bit, I was a bit sick in that United lost because another thing we'd planned was the Super Cup man was going to be fucking on in Belfast. Yeah. And I was like, no United, yeah, uh, yeah. I know, but then I think there's chat. I think they're actually moving it from Belfast now, anyway, so it wouldn't have been on there anyway. So you know, but still, you still would, you probably still would have. If it was somewhere relatively close. Oh, I would have gone still, up. Say it was Portugal. Portugal's not that far away. You would have considered it. Oh, definitely. Chelsea United in the Super Cup final in class, man. We've been very, very good. But um, yeah, I keep getting sidetracked here because we keep going the transfers. But I want to ask you. So your ideal summer is you've said the positions now. But what what players for them positions for you would you would you like? I think Sancho's a given for the right. Like, there probably is other good right midfielders. I've almost not looked into it because it's, it looks like Sancho and I'd be happy with Sancho. I uh, think the money's less this year. CDMs, it's hard to say. Declan and Rice has also been linked. Um, the fact that the line guards at West Ham, you could definitely make that transfer helps. And he's... Pl- and he's played along with Suchek this year, and Suchek pushes on. Like Suchek, I think you can make some kind of similarities to Pogba in the sense that, like, if he sat along Pogba, Pogba could run on. Declan Rice sits back. I think for some kind of similarities there. Freeze up Pogba, yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, Indeedy, I think the ball's probably gone from Indeedy. Indeedy. What do you think it's of Basuma from from Brighton, man? Is he like? I don't know heaps, right? There's two in my mind. There's two. There's two molds of CDMs. You've got a destroyer, and you've kind of got like so. You've got like Kante, who's like Kante or something like that, or even indeed he's a destroyer. Fred kind of does that role too. That's good in the ball. That's a problem. But like he's just <laughs> relentless. He's he's get he's getting in people's faces. He's that kind of player. So then you had someone like Carrick, and obviously Michael Carrick was brilliant. Royals CDM Royce of it's a fucking kind of CDM like, man. But he's not, he's not in your face like Kante enough. He, he, he plays intelligently. He takes a space. A bit more subtle. Much better. A lot more subtle. He, he, he blocks your passing path. And then he's, he's got this brilliant long ball distribution. It's, it's what way you want to kind of lean towards mm. CDM. Yeah. What, would, what would you say Basuma's? Basuma's probably a more of a relentless destroyer. Yeah, man. I, he really impressed me this season. A couple of times I've seen them play now. I watched quite a lot of football this season. Probably the most football I've ever watched was this season. Just being in lockdown and every couple mm. of days was matches on. And, you know, just for... Yeah, he really impressed me, man. I was kind of looking like, Dyer is a player that I think could fucking slot into United's midfield, to be honest. Avatar's name, name mentioned, so there might be something to add. Um, apparently Saul Nigwes is in talks possibly we're going to Bayern Munich he would be a Rolls Royce he's Atletico Madrid's right um, cinema midfielder yeah very good he's been like he's been like for Bayern and Juventus and stuff probably I was going to say probably big money but it's not like Bayern ever really spends that big so it's hard to know I would have loved Samari um, too from Lille but um, fucking Leicester have done a fucking great bit of business there picked him up oh yeah 
great bit yeah. of business. Even the prices. That's another thing, though, with Man United with the transfer. We get bent over every time, man, in the window. We get overcharged for all these players. Well, other, you look at Leicester. How much would... Right, tomorrow cost them 20-something. Guaranteed you can throw another 10 or fucking 50 million for us, like, or 20 even. Because it's Man United, like, it's so annoying. I, what, think, what, it's, I, think, it's, I think it's going to be slightly less so going on from here, because I think... Clubs are more desperate to sell for cheap because they're broke, and I think they do know, but you know, it's not a bit broke too. Mm. And we're probably in the past, we got we got stunned because we felt real desperate. I don't think we feel quite as desperate anymore, right? Yeah, um, okay, good point. Now we have a new director of football too, so we'll see. Is there much changes, or but uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. What about centre back, man? So, so, Sorry, were you going to make a point there? For, Sorry, were you going to make just one more point? Before? No, 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 I was just going to say, so we've agreed in Sancho, we've put yeah. a few names around for CDM. Mm-hmm. Um, centre-back is, there's talk of Varane, his contract's up next year. Oh man, I'd love Varane, really? I'd absolutely love Varane, I really would love him, man. Oh my God. Because it has to be someone who's really good. It can't, it can't be someone who's like... A Ben White, All right. that we're also linked to as well. Yeah. Fuck's uh, sake. Right, I can't, I can't be somebody like that because no, we've got we've got players like that. We've got we've got good backups. We've got two and Zabi by Lindelof, right? We've mm-hmm. got people. We've got sufficient. Backups. Sufficient. We need That's the word. Sufficient. They'll do a job. Sufficient. <laughs> sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, been impressive, Maguire, but I think he really could have a uh, partner. Man, talking about Lil. Um, oh my God, what do you call uh, Sven? Sven. Is there the lead centre back? Uh, oh, uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I know the fella on about too. Sven B it begins a B. He must be Swedish. Um, oh fucking! Uh, is he not Basuma? Oh god! Yeah, give Bot, me... Bot, Botman. Bot, Botman. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. We're um, linked with him. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen heaps of him. Oh, it's like highlights video. It's hard to tell through highlights video, but people talk well about him. He's left footed as well. Mm. Be good. Be good. It's hard to tell. Um, I think, yeah, I think Varane is the one. I, I, you know, all day, and especially the price that that he's that he's going to be going off for as well because of his contract running down and stuff. Won three Champions Leagues, man. I mean, he is a top, top, but, top, top defender, and I think he would, along with along with CDM, would absolutely change the defense, man. So, oh, I think it. I just, I just don't see it. That's I know. I, I know. can see. So- I can't. I think this is a very definitely a contract negotiation thing, and even at that, I don't know if he'd have that much motivation to come to Manchester United. I agree. You like know, I says, I'd love it, but I I don't see it happening. So I'm not getting my hopes up for Rand. I'm just saying I would love it, yeah. but I agree, Matthew. I I yeah. I I don't trust this club to get a deal like that done. Yeah. And then there's talks like uh, Villarreal centre back Pau Torres. Good. Well, what he, did you make of him in the final? What we've got? Yeah. What did you make of him in that final? I didn't. I didn't really think he was. I suppose he was standing, but but like, I, I didn't see enough of him to really think he was outstanding. He was. He's part of a brick wall decline. But like you said, I don't. I don't see him being any better than, than Harry Maguire. I think no. he's no. Like, do you know what I mean? Now I said, look, Harry Maguire. He did really rile me at the start of the season. I have to say, from Christmas on. He yeah. he done very well, I have to say, and we did miss yeah. him actually more, a bit more than what I thought we would have done when he came out of the team yeah. and got injured. 
yeah, Harry Maguire, in fairness to him, yeah, he has come into his stride because, look, yeah, the start was bad, poor, like, but again, a lot of players were playing badly and we go into the whole, like, the pre-season and stuff, so, you know, but... Um, and his, his, his thing in Greece as well. That's right, that a... definitely disrupted him, yeah, yeah, that definitely, yeah, definitely oh, had it. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> Running off from in his agent. <laughs> 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 um, uh, my family's getting don't... kidnapped here, what do I do? <laughs> I still don't know the full story was, but it sounds like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's apparently I went off ringing the agent like, well, he's going to get kidnapped. Did you fuck? What? Here, man, I'm after fucking assaulting the police, man. What the fuck do I do here? (laughs) That's what you rang his agent for. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, right. So, Varane, you don't think, yeah, it probably won't happen. So, so who's your, who would be your realistic, your realistic, you know? I can't, because all I can think of is other names I've heard. Batman, Pau Torres, I can't think of anybody else who would be linked with, or who's who, who are you thinking? Well, there's one there, man, I think would be um, a great buy. A great, great buy. And uh, he also plays for um, Sevilla. Is Kunde. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think Kunde now, other than, like, he's 22, um... I yeah. If it wasn't Varane, I think Kunde now I think would be decent buy. I want I want then for the future. I think he's a good age as well, and he, I do think he's a decent decent centre back. That'd be me, Kunde. Have, you don't know much. I haven't seen enough. Right, man. Do do check him. him out. Look him up there. I do think Kunde I've now. Actually, actually, strangely, I've got him. I'm playing quite a lot of FIFA at the moment. I've got him signed in FIFA. <laughs> so, I can picture I can picture his face and all. I know of him. But like I haven't actually seen real life. Right, Kunde fair enough. No, like, I, I like Kunde. Yeah. I think I think Kunde would be a good buy. Um, you're playing you're playing away in FIFA. No, no Rocket League, no. A little bit of Rocket League, but not much. <sighs> I played FIFA, FIFA 19 for some reason. I took the AC Milan team because they're anyway. Timo Timo uh, Warner is scoring quite a lot of goals for me. Oh my god, dude. Oh, <laughs> Mark Casey. Like, when, like, because you obviously have heard the podcast when, before the season started, Mark on about the window and Timo Werner coming in and Havertz and Zia. Timo Werner, Timo Werner. Mark cannot stand him. He cannot stand him. He, he man, I, his record is shocking. He, it's shocking. Yeah, tops. Early, early bet that I think could make some money. Uh, Havertz I really might play Havertz up front next season quite a lot Havertz mm. to be top goal scorer alright good shout I reckon that could be good money because it's obviously it's going to be low low odds for like Kane and things like that Havertz a little underdog potentially a little bit so yeah right okay so if all going well and we get them all them players would you be confident of well, I, I would be confident of Giving a good title race, I am yeah. wouldn't say I'm still say I don't see us winning a league while they're going to Solskjaer. I think if we got all them players in, I think we give a very very good run in for the title and it'll be a decent title race. But I think at the end, I I I, I don't know. That's just me. It's, it's hard to tell because there's so many variables. Mm. Um, I'm just going off the last number of years and the f- semi-finals, the finals, and just in general, I'm going off that. I I just I just don't see us actually being able to win a league with Ollie. I do think he'd give it a very good go, you know. But I would see it more as other teams just doing better as opposed to us not being capable necessarily. 
I don't, I can't, I don't fall into even narrative that like Ollie's got a necessarily like a mental block or just can't get over the line. I don't think that's a problem. I think our team, our squad player, man, I look at squads around us, like the Le- even like the Leicesters, the Tottenham's, the Chelsea's, the Man City's, the Liverpool's. Yeah, because and I'll take their eleven, our eleven, or even our benches. Like, yeah, man, we're not. I'd swap, I'd swap so much. Like I can even look at the, like a Leicester squad and go, man, I'd, put, I'd swap a lot of them, a lot of our players out to put their players in. So to come, to come, become in second and stuff like that with the squad we have. So then, if you change it and you say, oh, well, we've improved the squad, I'm not, I'm never going to say that it's always the problem or if it he's, it's, I can't say it's a mental block thing or something like that. It's just at the minute we're not good enough and it's too hard to tell how things will go in the future because it's too hard to predict this season. Who would have seen Liverpool on their crazy season? Yeah, true, true. Even Chelsea. Should Chelsea were tipped to be like up, up there at City because of the because of this window they had. But I said that to Mark too. I was yeah. like, I was like, don't count your chickens before they've hatched. Like you've brought a lot of players there that you need to throw in to get playing together. I was like, it's going to take time for that squad to get gelled and stuff like that. And it, it did like, well, mm-hmm. arguably because the manager maybe wasn't good enough, but, um, or are you going to say hard, and, but, and, I, uh, you have to take time to find out what your starting 11 is. See, if we, if we buy these players that we've talked about, we already know what positions they're going. It's like, okay, so Sancho just automatically took that right wing. Uh, Declan Rice automatically slipping that CDM. Chelsea bought so many players last year and had players left over. It's like, all right, well, is, is Pulisic a better left winger than Havertz or something like that? You're like, how did I jumble this all around? He could have took a while to, for, it would have took them a while to even figure out, even if they had, you know, if Lampard was good enough of a job, I think he still would have took time anyway to figure out what that was. Mm. Just to sort it. So many players to buy. Yeah, you could say they nearly got overbought, really. But um, well, they would look. They won the Champions League, so you can't really fucking fault them yeah. either. Do you know? Yeah, yeah they won the Champions yeah, League. La- later in the season, once you find out who was your good players and once who was your good starting eleven, problem of problem of the Premiership is by the time you work that out, you've dropped so many points. Mm, yeah, that's it. Um, what was I going to say that right? Okay, so look, realistically, do you think we're going to get all them three players? Probably not. So, no. no. So, if we get a right winger and a centre-back and we don't get a CDM, do you see Ole Gunnar... Really sad thing. Do you see Ole really Social lasting that season? If we still have McFred. But we have Sancho and we have, we have say, not, not, not a world-quality centre-back, but a decent centre-back. The only problem is, I don't... I can see us against Sancho and Trappier... And then maybe not even getting a centre back. Centre back, yeah. I think CDM and centre back might be no go. I'm. I think I, there's yeah. just the, the rumours are just not. The rumours aren't strong enough. The rumours, rumours are really strong for Trippy and Sancho thing. Um, and apparently Sancho used to t- like used to talk quite a lot to Rio Ferdinand. And like last season, he's like, "Yeah, the move's on. Yeah, I'm happy." He says he's quieting down a lot this this transfer window. He's like, he's not saying anything. No, he got stung before. You see. Yeah, which you think would be an indication that nothing's happening, but he's also, in, when it's getting really close, you probably can't say too much, because remember what happened to Kieran Trippier? Kieran Trippier got banned from football for six months, because, you heard about this? Um, Something is, I, something's ringing a bell, I actually Kieran, forgot about this, but was he better, no? Kieran, yeah, Kieran Trippier was banned from football for six months, because 
last year when he, or the year before, whenever it was, when he was signing with Atletico Madrid, he told his friends, like, yeah, look, it's basically a done deal. I'm going to Atletico. His, his friend went on, Paddy Power or whatever, went on the betting site, bet on it, made a heap of money, and then it got, it got you know, the whole thing got caught out. Um, I don't think Kieran Trippi necessarily thought he, his friend was going to do that or anything, but I think, you know, Sancho and Kieran Trippi is also out in the England camp together at the minute. I'm sure he's been told, hey, look, you can't say too much because I got stung, you can get stung too. You know I, mean? I do think, though, that um, he, he he's not, he's, he's been quiet because he, he got stung bad last season, man, I do think. And you he could did, tell yeah. from the start of the season with Borussia Dortmund, he was off it. He was just, his head was elsewhere. Yeah, he was. Um, yeah. But um, what was I going to say there with um, uh, Sancho? He, he, asked how to, he asked how do I think the season's going to go. If we just get Sancho and Trippier or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was going to say another thing, though, about um, with Trippier and Sancho uh, that was on my mind there and it's gone. God damn it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, about buying about buying Sancho. Um, shit. Uh, it might come back to me. It might come back to me. Um, yeah, but I, I reckon that, that could happen, Matthew, that um, Sancho will be bought. Again, again, I think this is just to appease the fans, like... It's just to appease the fans and trying to burn the to quell the fire that was started with the whole Glazers out, um, and I can see us getting yeah maybe a right back. I just yeah we're going to be lacking in a position that we really need next season, and it's I think that is going to yeah eventually eventually I do think it could screw over only going to Solskjaer personally down the road if he's not fully back this window over, yeah you you it's going to screw over Ollie but it's going to screw over any manager. If oh. you just can't get players. Oh, absolutely! Sure, like Van Gaal, Mourinho. We've seen it before. It's happened. They 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 don't get fully backed, or they get back for a season, get top four. No more backing for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look at us last season. Uh, we finished third. <laughs> we finished third. They, look at look at Chelsea. Finished third. Level points. They built on that. We didn't. We didn't. Mm. Why? Mm. Why? Why should we? We're, we finished third. We're doing great. There's a, there's Lee Grant. There's Donny Van der Beek. And whoever else we got that last... Oh, Cavani. There you go. Enjoy, boys. Tellers, yeah. Oh, and Tellers too. Tellers yeah. is a very low net, very low net spend or spend at all, really. Um, mm. Yeah, that's it. Paid a bit much. So look, I reckon, I reckon there is a bit of pressure on the on the board this 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 window to to deliver some players, but I just don't think they will. Um, they will do the whole what 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 needs to be filled. They won't get every single position that's needed. Do you know? So, yeah, I think I think you get that you get them two players. You're looking at optimistically getting it expanded. Our league's a tough league. Optimistically, you go for like fourth, third, and you'd be like, you come out of the season, you like, hi, look, you know, once again, shrug your shoulders. Yeah, it's probably what we deserved. All he starts to slip down to like seventh, eighth. I think he will get sacked. Yep. Mm, I, I as you say, hand is tied. If if we could get, if we get all positions filled, once again, when we look at these teams that we are looking up to, the likes if you're Liverpool and Man City and stuff, the, them managers bought all them players. Maybe not so much City because some of play, they had a very good squad when he took over, but still a lot of them players. Pep bought and Klopp got all them players. You need that. You know, it's very hard to. Be very successful, win leagues, win cups. If you're selling, you're, you're being dropped a little bit. Player to sell, and oh, we need we need four positions uh, bolstered. Oh well, you can get two. Mm. 
Mm. No, yeah, I can, get, I, I can get two and stay stagnant. I can't get two and keep progressing. And I know you're not that keen on the word progressing, but we have progressed, and it has been a credit to Ollie. But we've progressed to a point that now either major investment or something needs to happen because, let's say, cup side, just in the league alone, it's hard. It's very, like, two is a good position. Number two is, or seconds a good position. To progress past that, or even stay at number two, that's going to take some investment, and I don't see it happening. Yeah, in this like, case, we're going to slip. We're going to slip back to third or fourth, or we may even slip back down to seventh or eighth. In which case, all he's going to get sacked. You start the whole rigmarole of brand new manager. That's not his players. Training systems. Like I was telling you, talking about Karlanka, um, journalist from the Athletic, who's on a vlog, is watching, and he was saying. When Mourinho took over the squad, the players used to wear them. It's like a Fitbit, but you wear it in your chest and you used to track them and train and all that kind of stuff. There's cameras, all that stuff. Mourinho got rid of it all. He didn't care for it. Uh, Ollie came in and he's like, oh, where's all this stuff? He's like, oh, we got rid of that. It's like, fuck, well, we need to get that stuff back in. So you've just got head fucks like that whenever you're swapping around managers. I don't think... Swapping around a manager when a manager has been very unsuccessful or things are going backwards like regressing quite badly, well then you have to do it. But the ideal situation is you don't change managers. The ideal situation is you... you and arguably yeah. United have done what, that. They've stuck by him, even though there was some really bad patchy points and people were... Blah, blah, blah. They have stuck by Oling on the social. But I think next season is is do or die from. It really is. Mm. I, he's into his third year now. You know, I don't think there's that many more excuses that we can make for Ollie if he doesn't do it. He has to do it in this season, man. He does. He needs to win a trophy. He needs to perform extremely well in the league. Because, you know what you're saying, it was second but, is good and all that, but Mourinho got second, man. Mourinho got second as well with that with, with the squad. And arguably, a worse squad. A worse squad. Because, oh, that's another thing, man. We're going back to Europa League final quickly here. I, the squad that Mourinho had when he won the Europa League final, and then you look at Ollie's squad... Oh my god, fucking hell! Like it's some difference in quality. The what? The, like you reckon? Oh man, I, I I was actually really shocked when I seen it. I actually think I saved it on my phone here on, in a, in, a, in a picture because I was that taken aback. Yeah, I have it here, right? So our starting Oli Gunnar Solskjaer had De Gea, Wambasaka, Bay, Lindelof, Shaw, McTominay, Pogba, Greenwood, Fernandez, Rashford, Cavani. Right? Mourinho's mm-hmm. against Ajax when he won it. Romero, Valencia, Smalling, Blind, Darmian, Herrera, Pogba, Mata, Fellaini, Mkhitaryan, and Rashford up front. Like, no, it's not. I, I, I was stunned when I, when I seen that because uh, I actually I said I saved up my phone because the two together, like, pfft, holy fuck! I don't know, man. I, I was really now. Taken aback by that, like Mourinho says that his greatest achievement in football was yeah. getting a second place. And people thought he squad. was taking the piss at the time. He was being deadly serious. He said it is one of, it. and I, yeah. I agree. When you look back now, it was, it was a serious achievement to get second with that with that squad. Really, I, t- I tell you one, th- I tell you one thing though. He was a lot. He was nineteen points behind. He was. Uh, Man City. Sure, how many points are you behind City we, this we, this we year? Lot- yeah, we dropped a lot of points in the last few games. Once it was. You know, if we if we beaten like, Sheffield and if we not drawn against some of the teams, a, we would have finished only a couple of points stage, behind City. Yeah, there was a stage where we I think it was like four thirty four games in, and City were like eight points ahead. 
the team in, in third were like nine points behind. And we had a game in hand as well. We were very, we? Or something. Yeah, something like that. We were very much, it was very much, we're getting second. And that's why, end of season, if you, if you look at the fixtures list, like I look them up there, it looks bad. And obviously, like, wins or losing is not necessarily acceptable. But like, we were rotating squad and we were just, there wasn't as much effort. Second was what we were getting. You know, you weren't going to catch up eight points in four games over City. And yeah. we weren't going to be bad enough to strike in third. I think their heads were all thinking we about, were a lot, we were about a lot, the final. Yeah, my, my point being that we were a lot closer to first than Marina was in that time. Plus, people were people were, are happier and our football's better to watch. No, no, I'm here. I'm not arguing that that Mourinho should. Is, I'm just saying that he did get second as well there a couple of years back. Um, yeah. No, 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 Ollie. Yeah, no. Like I says, I have my criticisms of Ollie, but I do have my 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 um, my um, positives as well. What Ollie says is man management. Like the foundations that he's laid there now for this squad is is good, and the what he's got the squads he's got rid of the team, some of the players he's got rid of is 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 fantastic. But I just think at the end of the day, I think Ollie falls short at the last hurdle, and he and just going by the Evans, he's. I just I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, we'll see because, like I says, I do think he's going to have one arm tied behind his back coming into the season because I just don't see us getting all them players that what we need, you know. Yeah. So. But, this is unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. Um, but yeah, but like I says, I think I get more riled because I look at Chelsea and my brother supports them, and it's just it sickens me. Like, it really sickens my whole. The way they run and everything. Sorry. About, you know how you're saying about pressure coming on to Ollie and things like that? Mm-hmm. Into his third season, man. Right. Which is would be a valid point if we were under some other ownership. But the people have to sack him as our owners. And if our owners aren't giving him heaps of money and we're getting that third, fourth spot, I reckon our owners are that complacent. They'll be like, oh yeah, it's good enough. We get, we're sure we're going to be Champions League. We get the Champions League money. You haven't spent too much of our money. Mm. I think our, our owners could be happy with as long as we're not outside of them Champions League spots. Us as fans and things like that, because we know Manchester United of Oldham, we've got high expectations. We'll be starting to go. Come on, we need we need a win. This isn't good enough. Maybe we should look at our managers. Players like that. What I mean, it's perfectly fine. Man, look, 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 look at look, look at the history. Moyes sacked. Not top four. Van Gaal sacked. Not top four. Mourinho sacked. Well, was looking a bit dodgy for top four, or whatever. But it's. Oh, I was looking very dodgy. And it we, was. We were in sixth, but we were a long, long way off that. Yeah. This this board only wow. only sack when top four is out of the question. When it's uh, when it looks dodge or when it's mathematically impossible. So you're right. It is all uh, if they get Champions League. Happy days. Fourth, third, second, whatever. First. Oh, if we ever got first, it's a bonus. But like. Yeah, you're right, man. You know, um, like I says, like I love Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, as does every United fan. What he's done for the club, as in, you know, that legendary goal he scored, super sub. You know, we have a lot of sentiment to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and I really do want him to succeed. I really, really do. And again, that's why I'm so gutted from that, you know, that trophy, just for him, for that squad, to win it, and it just push on that team, you know, just have a fucking win in the final, man. Do you know what I mean? But... I think at the end of the day, I think uh, he's got one arm tied behind his back. I don't think his backroom staff is really pro- decent enough or good enough to propel them into winning a, a Premier League. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this window goes. But if he's not properly backed, I think Ollie could be getting the sack. If he ain't backed, he's getting the sack. <laughs> yeah. You know, you would you agree? Yeah. Or no? Ah, you do. 
Oh, you do. If we slip out, if, if we slip, if we, if we slip outside them Champions League places, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, be interesting. Um, I, Manny, I'm trying to think. I, I think we've more or less kind of gone through the the whole thing. Is there anything else you want to add to this? Um, you talk about Super League, but there's not very really much to say, really. Oh, we well. Um, what, what was your opinion on it? Were you were you absolutely disgusted? Were you oh, like, oh, this isn't going to happen, was, or were you was, like, didn't care, or it was, it was, it was the ultimate greed. I wouldn't have found it that. Um, Interesting to watch. I prefer the format we have. Saying that, man, right? UEFA is also very smart because they'll come out and says, "Oh, it's so greedy and things like that," as if UEFA are squeaky clean. I know. Have you heard how the how the Champions League's been changed? Yeah. And because it creates so much more games, I was like, "Yeah, so your fucking updates are all right, but they're the Super League's not." It's like you are as bad. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, a lot of them, the, the whole Super League thing was because they had problems with UEFA. UEFA are no mm. fucking shining light like at all. Um, but yeah, no, it That's was. Great. It was pure greed. An absolute, and it was a fuck you to the fans as well, you know. I don't like this new um, Champions League format they're talking about. It's something like, have you have you heard of it? I think I'm getting this right. Correct me if I'm wrong. You've now got like 36 to 38 teams, stuff like that in the Champions League, and it's like one big table, right? But you play t- you play 10 teams. Uh, so even though there's 36 teams in this table, you just have 10 matches in your initial first round phase, right? You have 10 matches, and you get points for your wins, and then the top 24 teams, something like that, all progress into like, like a knockout-type stage. It's fucked. That's weird, man. It's... It's, yeah, it's very right. Okay, I didn't get. I knew there were changes and they were bringing in these different rules and stuff. Um, but I didn't realize it was like that. Like what? Yeah, that's a bit. What? Why maybe, fix something that's not maybe, broken? Maybe. I, yeah, I would. I agree. It's. I like it how it is. What? I'm probably. I could be. I could be completely wrong in that, and someone's probably could be listening to this and going, "Oh my god, you're so stupid getting this wrong." But I think that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, because I, sure. I knew they were changing it, but I didn't look look mad, mad into it myself. But I did hear there was like, and yeah. teams weren't really happy about it and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, the Super League, and it just it just showed um, I, what our owners are about. Because I think I think the Glazers were, well, I think he was going to be like the the one below Perez, like the, you know, Perez is going to be like the yeah. main and then it's going to be Glazer. So there's a lot of chat that Man United had or Ed Woodward had um, was was pushing it or, you know, they're one of the clubs that are like Super League is the thing we want to do. And it just shows, it just shows what, what, what our club is, man. And I'm so, so happy though at the reaction of the fans and how yeah. everyone, how, how old of I we are as fans, even our own, in, amongst ourselves in, in, in our own fan base is, is the can make divides, especially United. How everyone came together and was like, no, we're not having this. And that was so good to see. And ugh, I just wish we could all come together and get the Glazers out, man. I would sooner I would have the Glazers gone before I before I get rid of Ollie. Hands down, I'd have the Glazers oh, out easily, before yeah. I get rid of Ollie. Because now I'm kind of like thinking, if, if, and this is again, and we're just kind of talking fictitiously, but just imagine if Ollie did have, say, like the likes of a Liverpool or a Man City board or a Chelsea board, if he had that, if he had all that backing, could he? But then again, I'm just, no, I'm just thinking he can't win it. It's just, 
fucking I just don't see one in the Premier League just as him as a manager like if he changes backroom staff if he had actually if he got rid of Carrick McKenna and and, and feeling and brought in like a, a good experienced backroom staff from different clubs or whatever I'd be a bit more confident myself personally I just don't have a lot of faith mm. in that backroom staff he is a toll man when you look at it on paper on as a CV you're mm. like what have you boys done to warrant being here at Man United try and win us trophies and titles Oh, now, not playing career, I mean managing career, your coaching career. That CV is not very good, man, really, is it? Mm. You know? The cat coach under NFL like old managers, did he not coach under Mourinho and stuff as well? But no. Carrick did, but sure, Mourinho left him there. Do you think if Carrick was really, really good, do you not think he would have brought Carrick with him? He left him there. Mourinho went, good luck. Yeah. I think Mourinho always brought Ruth Barry with him wherever he went. Wherever he went, if Carrick was, if he thought he was good, he's seen something in him. I think Mourinho would have brought him with him, personally. Good mm, point. Do you know? But um, yeah. So well, it was Super League now. It was yeah, it was dirt man. Paul is a mate of ours, Liverpool fan. Oh, he, I've, he was disgusted. Like he was proper raging about it, man. He was so thick, like because I was annoyed, but he was like. Bullying about it, man. He was so angry. Like, you chat much to pull about Super League at all? No, not really. Right? Like, how much can we say? Like, just what we said. It's greedy. It's corrupt. Yeah. You know, just so it was. Oh, it was came and gone so quickly as well. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. I don't think of anything. This well, this podcast now has been an hour and twenty four minutes. It flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. It really flies. Like, um, I think we've touched on all the points that I wanted to get across. Anyway, or like chat about the season in general. Ollie going to social as a manager, the transfer window, and well, okay, well, well it's kind of hard to say because we haven't had the window yet. But um, any predictions? Players to, players to sell. It's hard to say. All right, yeah. Really, for us to say. You want you want to have a quick chat about players you want to get rid of? Yeah, very quickly. Wamata, apparently, and Malich. Wamata's apparently oh, getting a new contract. Yeah, but Malich's going to say it too much. He's getting a fuck. Do you know what really angers me about that? Look, look, Mata's a lovely lad. Lovely fella. Fantastic footballing brain. Technical, you know, but his legs are gone. He's been gone for the last two years. Yeah. Put him into Syria, he would tear it up. He he would. I guarantee yeah. you, it would suit him down yeah. to the ground. The problem is giving him a contract. He's taking up a fucking space on the bench where a young player yeah. would be coming through. You know what I mean? Coming mm-hmm. from, from, oh man, what are they doing? Like, say with Eric Bay got another contract. Why? Why? Did I send you them stats of uh, the how 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 injury uh, the how many games he's played in five years for Man United? I've seen I've seen uh, Mata or Bailey. No Bay, because of his injury record. Oh man, it's bad. Hold on here, because um, I, I I I texted to Mark here because um, the stats were just madness. Um. Yeah. So I've, I've, in in, in his in his first season he played twenty five games. In his second season, 13. In his third, 12. In his fourth... Oh, sorry. In, yeah, in his, in his in the last season, four. And then in this season, eight. Like, that's 62 games. I, I in five years. I looked it up there recently. And, um, yeah. It's bad. Why are you giving that guy good a contract? Point. It's good. Yeah. 
in all honesty, no, look, I, look, we are a fan of Eric Bay because we're saying, oh, he does change. He's a physical, um, quick centre back that does um, does impact the team. We can push up higher up the, up the up the up the pitch and stuff like that. But when you look at that injury record, why are you giving that man another contract for three years or two years, whatever it was? Why? What matter? Why? It boggles the mind, Matthew. It really does, and it really—I've—I've I've never been as frustrated as a Man United fan. I really haven't. Especially there the other day, I was just thinking, I was like, "Why?" I was like, "Why am I supporting this fucking team?" Like, I swear to Christ, like the way we're run at times just angers me so much. But yeah, anyway, right, we're going off topic there because of getting players out. But right, you're saying Mata, but then look, he could be getting a contract. Pereira, who else are you saying? Madic. Uh, Madic. There's not enough. Play- there's not enough players to. Sell, that's the thing. Lingard is probably your biggest catch. Lingard, Phil, Phil Jones. You're not making anything on Phil Jones. Well, well, you're probably not making, making it, but he needs that. He needs out. He needs out. Apparently, Newcastle and West Ham oh, are, look, are looking at him. I don't know. <laughs> I reckon the only way you could take him out is with a shotgun. <laughs> He's like a cockroach, man. He doesn't die. Like He just won't go. <laughs> And every time he's like coming up to a window when we can get rid of him, he gets fucking injured, so you can't get rid of him. That's fucking disgrace. <laughs> oh, poor Phil Jones. He's due his testimonial. He's due a testimonial. Who would have thought Phil Jones would have a testimonial? He refused it, though, didn't he? He says, I don't get laughed at. Oh, he did. He refuses. Oh, he knew the backlash yeah, yeah. would be oh, serious. He, the backlash would be something yeah. serious. Like, um, yeah. So I reckon, yeah, you've Maddie, you've Madich, you've um, uh, Pereira's there. Um, Lingard could go. Donny van der Beek, man. I, Dean Henderson for me, because poor Donny, I, I, he's not gonna. I, I, what a fuck up for his career, man. What a fuck up for that man's career coming to Man United. I feel so bad for him, like, because te- he's a, he ten- he's a brilliant more, player oh, too. If we get a good, C- if we get a good CDM, he might get a bit more opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Someone, but we don't have to play McFred. Matthew, if we, we are earlier, starting McFred next season, I, I don't know. I may lose the will to live. I don't know whether I watch him any. I actually swear to fuck if we get if we still have McFred in that midfield. Oh my god! Oh, we're, we're well unless we're well unless we sign a CDM. <sighs> I know because you have to play McFred because we said earlier McFred McFred's perfect name because you are making two players out of one. You know, McFred's kind of tenacious and works hard and is a bit of a stirrer. McTominay's a bit better on the ball. It's, their it's passion could be done by one player. They're passion merchants, man. Better. They play. They have a lot of passion yeah. for the for the badge, and they play. You know, but at the end of the day, do you know what? Do you know what? In a game where we're defending, they're good. They're like they do the job well. But it's just whenever we're trying to break down a low block or something like that. Like if we had, if we could put six against Billy Ralph, we could put on a six and a good number six, and then bring Van de Beek or somebody in to play along. It would just be so much better. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you see Donny Van de Beek going this this summer? No. I think he's going to stay. You think he's going to stay? Interesting. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I I think, if you were Donny van der Beek, would you stay at Man United after that season? It's hard to to get a buyer. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. United's not going to take a massive loss. You've just got a player that you haven't seen heaps of this. If you're a club buy-in, You've not got that much money because a lot of clubs are financially affected. You still need to come up with at least twenty million. Not many teams are going to play at least twenty million. Not many teams are going to play like 
20-25 million for a player haven't really seen play all season I think he's staying Right, good point, okay fair enough, fair enough Did Ollie buy, did Ollie buy Van der Beek though? Was that an Ollie signing? I don't think so No, I don't think so either no. It's like the child at Christmas who asked for a uh, a PlayStation 5 and gets uh, gets a game of Snakes and Ladders instead. And he's like, well, fuck you. I'm not playing with my Snakes and Ladders. You can screw yourself. I want a PS fucking 5. And I didn't get it. So I was wondering, it was that thing. He's just like, I didn't buy you. I didn't really want you. Nah, you can sit on the bench there. I just, think, I just don't think the possession was there from the play. Mm. Fernandez plays more of a false nine sometimes. But Fernandez plays for 10. And your center mids were being taken up by friends. So there's just nowhere for him to play. Yeah, a Bruno got injured. You would see more from, or if you had a, a replacement from McFred, you would see more from. But there just wasn't enough for him to go. Yeah, and he had a couple of injuries, and he, he he lacked fitness. He just looked tired sometimes when he was playing. I don't think he was given enough run of games, though. You see, that's the thing. In and out, in and out is no good for a player. They need a good run of games. Do you know what I mean? Same with Twanzebe. Yeah. I, I arguably would have started Twanzebe in that in that Europa League final because coming into that coming into that final, he was in good form, man. He had played a couple of games. He was. he was, man. I was like, surely he might start now, side thing. But anyway, no, he didn't. But um, yeah. I, Sorry, gone. I I I thought because I kind of thought that Lindelof was a given because he seems to be all my favourite. I've seen Twanzebe going in instead of Bay, and I was actually, I was surprised when Bay started. I was a bit disappointed. I was a bit disappointed now. Um, I was shocked then that Fred didn't start, but then it turned out sure he had a knock. That's why he didn't fucking play. And I thought Ollie yeah. had the balls and dropped him. I was like, well, fuck me, Ollie. I was like, yes, boy. And then it turns out he's like got a knock. I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and then you take Greenwood, Greenwood off for fucking Fred. He's got a knock. Oh, yes, I know, man. Some of them decisions. But look, as you said, Matthew, it, we're hoping that's a massive learning curve for him. Massive, and I hope oh, yeah. he learns from that. I really do. But we're saying that, but he, man, he's doing it all season with the substitutes. But I'm just hoping the final well, losing we, a trophy like that has made him go, "Fuck me, right? What did I do wrong here?" Yeah. Yeah. Arguably pushes pushes him on to be the next, you know, next level for him as a manager. You'd like to think, you'd like to hope, but time will tell, Matthew. Time will tell. Yep. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, I think that's. I think we've covered it all, Dave. Yes, it's one it's one one hour and thirty three minutes, boy. Boom. So um I really enjoyed that, man. I really enjoyed that. It's actually nice yeah. to ch- converse with another Man United fan because I know Mark Mark doesn't know so much about Man United, but he's he he's not fully, fully committed to Man United like me and you. So we can get into real good deep conversation on it man I really enjoyed that and I really want to get yourself back on for one get my brother on and get uh, our mate Paul who's a Liverpool fan so we get all kinds of perspectives on on the clubs overall season and just general chit chat of our our, our football clubs and uh, at that point then maybe some players might have been bought as well so we can kind of start looking at teams yeah hopefully hopefully I'm I'm better equipped to do it I reckon this is the most football I've watched for years I reckon same I've watched a lot now, if only, it, only Manchester United really. I've not watched other teams, but it's the most. Yeah, I, teams are be mostly Man United I would have watched, but the odd now I would have watched other games because Liverpool's because two mates come around Keith Paul and Shelley there. So whatever game Liverpool's playing, I usually have to watch it too, or I'd be there in the background. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting now this season. I just really hope we get the back in because it says the club are under are, are are under a bit of pressure. So hopefully they pull the finger out now and fully back Ollie. 
Um, but yeah, uh, we will come back for another one. Myself, Matthew, and yes. Paul, and Mark, and I think it'll be a great podcast. Matthew, thank you so much, because Matthew is in Australia. It's no a bit of different time zones now. I'm, I don't know what time it is over there for you now. I'm probably keeping you up and stuff. No, it's 9.30 at night. Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. But now, Matt, man, definitely do this again. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that. And I says it was just really refreshing to have a good conversation with a Man United fan because there's not many around here, to be honest with you, man. I'm surrounded by the dirty, <laughs> scummy bastards of Liverpool and I'm sick of it. Like, I am sick of it. But uh, yeah, Matthew, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Really Not at all. We'll definitely get you on again, man. 100%. As you can see, yeah. it's it's an easy enough medium to get this set up. Whatever way I have now, I can just get you straight on and record you. And I can put this up now in the next 10 minutes. It'll be up live, whatever. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Hope you've enjoyed this one. Again, Matthew, thanks so much. And, uh, yeah, we'll chat to you in the next one, guys.